All right, guys, welcome to Property Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Kaminsky for Dave Dubow here. And if you've ever been thinking, oh, I can't really invest, it's not a great place to invest in my hometown, I've got Chris here on the line who's kind of defying the odds or I guess in today's day and age, joining the herd of people investing outside of the city they're in. Chris, how are you today? I'm doing well, and you? Good, good. And uh, I'm not super great with last names, so give people the whole name. Martinez? Yes, Martinez. Perfect, perfect. And so I really like to start the top here with how did you get started in real estate and ultimately what got you addicted to real estate? Because we're all a little bit crazy and addicted to be in this thing in the first place. So how did you get started and why did you stick around? Um, at first, my uh, grandpa owned multiple properties here in the Denver area, um, some restaurants, a bar, different things like that. And I grew up in California, didn't think much of it. Then um, I work with the, well, I'm a deputy sheriff here in the Denver area. So I was lucky enough to do some meetings on wellness and I gravitated towards that for a little bit and got my wellness coaching certificate just helping deputies out any way I I can because there's a lot of need for it. Mm -hmm. And then with that, I got into finance for that part of it, um, for the wellness part. And then my wife had major surgery four years ago, and I've been reading a ton of books, um, somewhere over 150 over the last four years. And then podcasts and stuff like that. And I ended up buying a property in Kansas City, Missouri, treating it like a business. And I've never even been to Kansas City. Uh, I'm lucky enough being a deputy, I get to do extraditions and go all over the the United States, but I haven't been there yet. So where does helping these, how did helping these deputies out get you connected with, I guess, real estate and finance? Um, to me, wellness is more than just your physical body, um, mental, spiritual, financial. We have a lot of people at work that are making really good money. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, my department is not really well ran and we're forced to work overtime. Uh, I can't remember now, but I do about 12 hours to 20 hours a week, mandatory. And I've been there 26 years. I shouldn't have to be hours, 60 hours a week, every week. Yeah. Um, I mean, overtime is nice, but not mandatory overtime. Like overtime is supposed to be the thing where you're like, Hey man, can I get some of that overtime? But now it's like, Hey man, are you doing your overtime? It's like, well, why don't you just, you know, find some more people so that we can all live a little bit better. So how does the finances play into the wellness and ultimately lead you to real estate? I, just by reading those books and just being intrigued by the money aspect of it or the financial aspect, I, and doing all my extraditions, me and one of my friends wanted to do it together. He's a little scared and, you know, reading rich dad, poor dad and Mm -hmm. treating it like a business, not being in there hands on and doing everything myself. Again, I haven't been to Kansas City, so. Well, it probably helps Treat. having your your inability to actually touch it. Now, when you say finances with the deputies, is it is it that the overtime 
has these guys with like some money kicking around. They want to do something with it instead of just, you know, going and buying a new truck or a, a new toy. Some of them are doing something with it. There's a lot that are buying seventy, eighty thousand dollar trucks, Maseratis, different things like that. Well, it sounds Even like more. it's the job to be at. If you if these guys are getting Maseratis, that over time sounding a little bit better. But I mean, mandatory still the grass ain't the, ain't the best. Yeah. So these guys have this extra money. You guys are traveling around. Maybe you and uh, you know, paint me the picture. How does that conversation start? You guys are going out to do an extradition, and you're like. Maybe it's a two-hour drive. Maybe it's a flight somewhere. How far do you go with that business that you're in uh, with the sheriff's department that you've got this time to read and think about these things? Um, I can go anywhere in the United States with the extraditions, but it's about 45 minutes each way from work. So that's why I've been listening to podcasts or reading whenever I can, yeah. however I can. And that's role, just how I started. University. Yeah, the rolling university. So yeah. rich dad, poor dad gets in your ear and you're thinking, I'm going to make a business out of it. Um, why can Why Kansas City, right? You said Kansas City, right? <clears throat> yeah, Kansas City, Missouri. Because, uh, you know, like reading uh, David Green's book, the like Burr book and stuff like that and dialing in on something where I can get the 1% rule and mm -hmm. just looking up all kinds of data and, uh, city-data.com and finding neighborhoods and bigger pockets. Help people, That's uh, yeah, for the people at home that may, may not uh, know what the 1% rule is, just feed, give them give them the short version so they can get excited about it. Um, so like me, with my property in Kansas City, I bought it for $130,000 mm -hmm. and the rent was $1,300. it has gone up since, but that's 1%. Of yeah, the so one percent of the purchase price that allows you to, from my understanding, and that I follow that one percent rule as well. It just it's kind of like a no brainer way of saying everything it's going to cost to run this thing. It's yep. and you might even make some money at one percent is usually a good ratio. Now, very hard to find uh, up here in Canada because our our real estate is kind of inflated. But you've got that property in Kansas City. Do you have any plans to uh, expand or buy more in Kansas City, or do you want to, you know, buy closer to home or even further from home? Uh, absolutely, want to buy more in Kansas City. My ultimate goal is to buy a, a house in California to go mm -hmm. visit for the, you know, whatever amount of time. But in Kansas City, I'm getting deals sent to me all the time. I yeah. don't have a lot of time. Um, like I said, my wife had major surgery and. She is, she doesn't work very much. She's not right. able to. And so I'm trying to help and do as much as I can at home and work mm -hmm. to help her out. But now I'm just trying to see if anybody wants to partner up at work and any contracts. You're starting that into that, uh, that capital raising phase of your career. Cause did you self-finance that first one? Yes, I did. Okay. And offline, we were talking, this is kind of an interesting thing that I think people at home should know about. Tell me about it. Cause you've now in that whole financial journey, cause these guys have, I guess, this extra money, you yourself are participating with that extra money. And you're thinking uh, life insurance policies in which you can use to buy assets. Tell the people at home about that. Yeah. Um, so again, on my journey and everything, reading books and podcasts, I learned you can buy properties 
with life insurance policies. And it completely intrigued me and pissed me off all at the same time because mm -hmm. no one teaches us. No one tells us anything. Again, back with my department, we don't get taught anything or how to there's no financial do anything. education there. Yeah. So you're like well, the guy scary. you're like the guy who's uh, the final edu financial education leader in the detachment then? Um not really, but I put my money where my mouth is. I was talking about real estate. I went and did it. I talked about the life insurance. I went and got my life my life license and I'm about to go get my health license also, but it just, I couldn't believe that you can have something sitting there that you're going to be putting in money anyways. Yeah. I have two policies myself, going to get a third one. And like, had I known what I know now, I would have bought a policy before I bought my house in Kansas or Kansas City, sorry. And that $24,000 or whatever it was down would still be making me money. It, yeah. it technically still making me money in the property, but I would be making money on both ends. Yeah. You could like, uh, triple it. Cause you're going to get equity down, uh, you know, you're down, uh, your payment against principal from your tenant. You're going to get a little bit of cash flow from buying it. The 1% rule and your pro and your investment that you use to buy the property would still be in your policy making money. So, um, tell me about the, the kind of day-to-day -day operations for someone who is, you know, you're, you're, you're watching the, the household because, you know, my condolences on the wife, hopefully she's doing better every day, but you know, sometimes we have to step up and how are you balancing the work, the home, and also this, I'm not going to call it a side hustle because ultimately it's wealth <clears throat> generation. So how are you balancing all three of those effectively? It's pretty difficult. Um, I'm required to work a bunch of overtime. So I'm working, mm -hmm. 10 to 16 hours every day. Sometimes on my weekends, I get uh, three days off a week. Sometimes I have to do training. Sometimes I have to do mandatory overtime then. But anytime I get home, I try and let her, I believe in 50-50 parenting and I try and take over as much as I can at that point. And on the weekends, I try and take as much. Um, you got to take that weight off of them because, uh, it's only when you watch them all Saturday, you know, I'm a big believer in that too. We got to make sure that we balance. Um, you know, the other thing as a man too, is it's, you know, you're working 10, 16 hours a day. There's likely days you don't even see them. You're up before they are up and yep. you're in bed before uh, they, you know, they're in bed before you even think about going home. So those days are really important to kind of, you know, balance it out, but certainly you feel the, the, the challenge of the mother when you watch them all day you're like okay I get it it is a job you know I always say oh, yeah uh, a wife's a, a stay-at-home wife let's say she's a stay-at-home watching the kids it's probably an eighty thousand dollar a year job if you had to pay someone to do the same thing and they're on all day so good for you it's to a difficult job stepping in so is it what's the pro tip for the people at home is it scheduling is it discipline is it you know, what's that, what's the thing that you would say allows you to, to do all of these things effectively? Uh, for me personally, it's just, this is what I have to do. I mm -hmm. love my family. I do everything for my family that I can. And I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but 
now I know like life insurance policies, what they can do and stuff like that. I wouldn't be working right now had I done it 15 years ago. Well, you st we still got a little bit of tread left on our tires here. You don't look like uh, look like you're at the end of service yet. So, you know, there's still 15 more years for you to, to really take that off. So is your plan right now to, because I know with, you know, any sort of uh, government agency or even like, uh, you know, in, in Manitoba, it'd be like a provincial or whatever. There's pension requirements and time spent and things like that, like, do you have a, do you plan to exit? Do you have an exit plan? And how does real estate and this life insurance policy and real estate together, how does that all play together with some sort of exit strategy for you? Um, for me, we have the rule of 75 for my pension. So it's the years and my age, which I just reached this last June. So I can technically retire, but I can't collect anything from my uh, retirement plan. Mm -hmm. um, and until, what, until which age 55 so i got six more years before that happens okay so you're so you're still uh so you must have started young then i was 22 yeah so um it's always crazy because my grandfather he started young he retired at 55 with uh it's not you know he wasn't a sheriff he worked for canada post but the government agencies they do give you that composition and then they start paying you out but only at 55 so how are you going to, are you planning to, to work it out then to 55 or what's your, what's your plan as far as your finances between here and there? If I go to 55, I will make more than my salary mm -hmm. with my pension plus what I've done with my 457 and um, eventually social security. Uh, so I've done well with all of that. I don't have to work at all, but I do want to for my wife for she's going to need health care for the rest of her well we all need health care but she has certain needs that will have to be done and my uh two younger kids are pretty young still so they're going to need it so i don't mind if i have to work i just don't want to work in law enforcement anymore and unless you know somehow i sell a ton of policies then i can go at any time but with real estate, I want to, at minimum, five more houses um, in the next between five now years. And 50, yeah, between now and 55. So you have the one property now, and you have, yeah. a, plan, and you have a plan to get one a year uh, for the next five or six years uh, yep. going forward here. So tell me about the next three years, then, or, or let's look at the window, because some people are younger, some people are older, they don't have um, a set like 55, I can actually retire and get paid. So in that window, let's set fr that frame. How do you plan to execute that plan of five more? What's your, what's your strategy? If you can let people know kind of how they could maybe follow them and do the same. For me, I'm going to open up another life insurance policy. I'm going to get that funded and buy another property in Kansas city, unless I can, um, talk to some of my friends or some new people that I know or find out about mm -hmm. and we start partnering up because we can scale a lot of things quickly in like Kansas city or some of the other places. And again, I'm lucky enough that I do extraditions. I can be multiple places a year and see all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, definitely. If you're on any of the American wholesaling lists like I am, it's Florida, 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 Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, you know, the middle, I guess you'd call it those those flyover states, but the cash, the cash flow is is really found in these positions, maybe not so much in Florida as people are migrating there in, in mass, but there's definitely an ability within the United States being such a big place that you can get that 1% rule every day. And it really just does come down to the financing. So, you know, what's holding you back um, so far as far as uh, bringing partners in? Is it a composition of maybe you don't know the right people or maybe you haven't even thought about approaching those people yet? Um, most of it is uh, the people I do know. Some of them do have money to invest. Mm -hmm. They're just scared. And yeah. just I was scared myself. I was like, holy yeah. Lord. And well, they own, they, they likely own their own property, but telling someone to buy a house out of state um, and, and hope it's still standing next year, you know, that, that, that takes a certain amount of, uh, you know, a certain amount of courage, I would say. Now, um, do you have property management on that thing? I do. Yeah. That was, that was, what I was going to say is some people, they uh, remotely manage their property, but you know, would you consider that? Would you say that's good advice for someone to like self-manage out of state? Some people are a lot more personable and more willing to do background checks and all that stuff. I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. So it's, worth the, it's, it, worth the it's a exchange. lot of work. It's definitely. And then like if I were to buy a property here in the Denver area, mm -hmm. I don't want to know who the tenants really are because I don't want to know that I've encounter now, now you're on the computer being like who is this person extradition yes. hmm i guess i'm not renting to these people so yeah. um yeah separation of the owner and uh and the the tenant i remember when my mentor we we actually would work in the lower part of this duplex that he originally purchased and for years they had no idea he was the owner we just completely then oh yeah talk to property management and we're literally living like above these people for yep. years so um if people uh if people want to get a hold of you and they want to know more about maybe investing with you or certainly you know to pick your brain on this life insurance policy because you know when you put the money directly into real estate you put it into an investment policy of itself which is the property but if you can double tap that why not? Right. So if people want to find, if, if people want to find you, Chris, what's the number one way that they can reach you? Uh, probably Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, nine, nine, seven C Mart C M A R T. Mm -hmm. So that's my tag or whatever. And it's the same with my Gmail. Okay. Perfect. So they can reach out to you and, um, yeah, I mean, time flies when you're having fun. It is very interesting. I didn't know that they were so, uh, so understaffed would be the uh would we be are severely thing. understaffed well don't tell the people that you're looking for you're understaffed but just remember you guys if you're also looking for a career would you suggest that that's a career people um you know would consider you can you some, can no some, this is some, a real estate some, podcast right no I, no i understand some people really enjoy it i loved my job the first 10 to 15 years it's completely different politically and our administration is a lot different now but yeah things things change with the tide right so if you're yeah. into that 
you know, check it out. Sounds like they need more people. And, uh, you know, Chris, I really appreciated having you on the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Okay, guys, we'll see you on the next episode.